Welcome down to this week's episode of Paddy Talks Golf. And these ones have been in the bank, folks, for a long time, like six months. And uh, I've been waiting for the right time to release them. And the time is now. The time is now as you're planning your trips for the bank holidays, for the midterms, for the summer and late summer here in Ireland. Or indeed, if you're coming over from far afield and over the Atlantic Ocean or the Pacific Ocean, Maybe something for you to look forward to and get a prequel as to what you have to look forward to for your visit this year. We're talking about the various golf courses around the country. I was around the north of Ireland, northeast last year. But today we're talking with John McLaughlin of North and West Coast Links Golf Ireland. And he tells us about everything he does for tourism and also for the golf courses themselves. The press play to listen to him, roll it there, Colette. John, are you ready to tee it up? Yeah, we're ready to go. I'm in Nace. Where are you? I'm in my Cullen in County Galway, the west of Ireland. You could be in worse places, I suppose. Um, my Cullen, is that coastal town or is it more yeah. towards Galway City? Yeah, it's it's not a coastal town, uh, but it's only it's only 15, 20 minutes into the prom from here. So uh, the prom in Salt Hill. Uh, so yes, it's uh, not not too far away. We get in there for an odd swim and, and and the odd game as well. I've never been to the Prom in Salt Hill. All I need to know is: is there a chipper on it, and can I get a ninety nine on it? Yeah, all of the above. Oh, grand! So it's similar to the Prom in Hinsdale, a Frank yeah. was at the top of it. Are you originally from my Cullen, or were you born and raised elsewhere? No, I'm a mailman actually. Um, so um, born and raised until I was eleven in Ackle Island, uh, County Mayo. So um grew up on uh, grew up on the the Links golf course, <clears throat> the nine hole course there in, in Ackle. Uh yeah, used to play a bit of golf in Mulroney as well. My dad played obviously, so I, I played with him from a from a young age. And uh then um dad was in the he was a, a sergeant, so we were he was transferred to Ballandine, uh, near Clamoris again in Mayo. So um played golf in uh, in Clamoris Golf Club and played on a lot of teams and, and all that stuff growing up. Went to college in Galway, went to boarding school. And Jarlitz went to college in Galway. Galway, the graveyard of ambition, uh, as they call it. Um, so I, <laughs> I'm still in Galway. Um, but, is it the uh, graveyard of ambition because of the the book fast under the Spanish arch? Is that why? Or well, no, no yeah, that's a bit different now from when I was uh, when I was uh, in college. But uh, I have two young lads, uh, twin boys, that just started college this year. So yeah, it's a slightly different uh, experience. But anyway, at least they're in college, which is good. A few of my friends, I went Flannan Col- Flannan's College in Ennis, and a few of my friends went, did Galway, and I'd say their hurling careers finished once they discovered the Spanish <laughs> Arch and, and, and the book fan. Uh, John, what's your earliest golfing memory? Could be quite interesting, I think. Um, I suppose playing uh, playing with my dad uh, on the on the nine hole links in in um, Ackle Island, um, learning learning to to play golf there, and uh, and. Uh, you know, very young, um, you know, three, four, five, and uh, Ackle Island, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's, there's a great uh, bit of commonage there uh, beside the little links course. So, 
learning to drive and learning to play golf uh, all happened at the kind of same time. I think I was full-time driving when I was nine. Uh, my dad was a sergeant, so we were okay. Um, but, um, you were supervised uh, by proper uh, authorities. Both of those things could be done uh, on, on, on that area. But yeah, it's a beautiful, um, beautiful nine hole overlooking the Minon Cliffs, or Minon Cliffs overlooking the, the golf course and, and the lovely strand there in Kiel. Um, so yeah, interesting, interesting place. So you mentioned you played team golf. So obviously throughout as you grew up, golf was a was a one of the, maybe the main sports you played, or did you Jarlitz is Jarlitz is hurling or rugby? Uh, <laughs> football actually, Gaelic. Football. Oh, the other one, the big ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, yeah, you played Jarlitz too often. We were more uh Klotinish-Gelliga and all them yeah. Kerry boys up in, in yeah, France. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I played played a bit of football in Jarlitz, all right. Um and funny when I was I suppose when I was sixteen, um I kind of didn't play much golf between 16 and 21 because I was in boarding school and uh, then I was in college. So um, didn't didn't play much through those years. But um, um, yeah, we got very involved in team golf um, with Clamars and uh, I suppose played at, played at all levels really um, uh, and enjoyed enjoyed the famous Killing Brothers and uh, Alan Moran and uh, yeah, we had a we had a great um, great few years there um, playing team golf together. Smashing. So, uh, what what was the degree or what was the qualification coming from college? Uh, I did a BCom, uh, bachelor's yeah. in communication on commerce. commerce. Yeah, commerce. So co- marketing, really. Um, even though I did a HDIP, uh, I did a teaching, um, did a did the HDIP in teaching, but I never 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 actually followed that up. But yeah, so sales and marketing really um, was the area. So straight from college, uh, I went to work for a company in Gort um, called Top Forum. And uh, Gort, uh, you know, I lived in Galway still, uh, drove in and out. And uh, I did, uh, I was um, sales sales there for, for six years. Uh, so all of Ireland, uh, including Northern Ireland, a small bit in Scotland as well. So I was doing a lot of traveling, um, but it was a great time, learned an awful lot. Um, and uh, we grew grew the business uh, nicely over those few years, and then um, kind of you know trying to figure out um, six years do I stay in that side of the business or do I look at something else? Uh, when I was young, I used to work in my uh, my uncle had a hotel in Clifton, and uh, so I did all my summers uh, in uh, the Rock Lane Hotel in Clifton. Uh, I really enjoyed that tourism side of things. Learned a lot there too. Probably learned more there than I did in college. Um, uh, you know, um, based on experiences and, uh, and all of that and learning how to deal with customers uh, helped me big time in the sales end of things. But a job came up in Connemara Golf Club. Um, they were looking for a secretary manager. Um, so I applied for that and uh, I left uh, top form in what year was that? 93. So I was the manager of Connemara from 93 to 2000. Okay. Um, so yeah, I kind of made my passion my job um and of course and did they, you always want to get into the golf side of things you know i'm i'm in sales right yeah i do this because i love golf and i love talking golf and i love finding out how golf companies work and tour operators and the marketing side and building a brand and building the community and i love all that stuff right? yeah yeah so it, were you uh, always looking to get into the golf side of things or no um um not really um it was i think customer service tourism um, that end of it, but I wasn't really sure um, what end of it. And then I suppose as it went along, um, got closer and closer to the golf stuff. And as I as I was, you know, 
moving up in, in, in their sales career. Um, and Connemara came up and, um, um, you know, I, I kind of jumped at it. And, uh, yeah, I had, had a great, really great uh, seven years in, uh, in Connemara. And that led kind of naturally to what I'm doing now. And what we're doing now is is the topic of the podcast is 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 why we're on the Zoom together, right? Is North and yeah. West Coast Links Golf Ireland. Yeah. Um, so, what was the compelling event to to move to North and West Coast Links for you? Yeah, well, I was um, so I'm, I'm in Connemara Golf Club ninety um, three. Uh, there's a company called West Coast Golf. Um, and they're doing the marketing, international marketing for Connemara, uh, along with uh, five other clubs. Uh, so Connemara, Karen and Esgrown, um, uh, Sligo and Donegal, uh, Ross's Point and Donegal. So, um, so I, you know, obviously from a sales and marketing background myself, uh, when I when I went to Connemara, I tried to find out as much as I could about the company that we were involved in. Um, the company was owned by the clubs. And as the manager, I was automatically one of the designated um, directors of that company, uh, along with uh, either the secretary manager or the captain or, or whoever it would be, uh, normally the secretary manager for Connemara, whoever, whichever uh, person that's the, the golf club's appoint. So, um, yeah, I got very involved in that then because of my you know, interest in sales and trying to grow the business in Connemara as well. I wanted to try and increase the international um uh, visitor um, and again the international visitor um, you know bringing a bit more to the table with regard to green fees pro shop um, bar and restaurant and then the local hotels and and all of the add-on that the international golfer brings to the area so I was really interested in that um, and uh, towards the end of my time in Connemara around the 2000 mark the, the guy that was um, heading up north and well, west coast links as it was at the time was leaving he was retiring actually and uh i kind of um went that way then and and uh and, and started working with with the uh, west coast links and we became north and west coast links we in 2002 we uh we signed the clubs in northern ireland port rush port stewart and, and castle rock and uh, i suppose that was a big thing we so we grew we got valley Liffin involved ross of involved um so yeah trying to put the area on the map and i suppose the more money you have the more clubs that are involved, the more resources you have, the more shows you can do, the more, um, you know, um, I suppose, promotional work and, and uh, awareness campaigns and all of that. Uh, so um, that kind of um, gave us a good basis uh, on growing the company. Uh, and we took on more staff and, and all of that. So would you say the reason you kind of moved to the head of the helm at now North and West Coast is because you wanted to do what you were doing for the local community, even in Connemara, but more so from the Northwest area of Ireland. Yeah. It's like, grow, be a part, be, be a part of growing that economy and, and those, all those satellite towns, coastal towns and communities with, with that influx of tourism. Would that be why? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I, I had a passion, obviously a passion about Lynx golf in particular. Um, and then um, what was really interesting was the effects that the international golfer or the, the tourist had on, on, on the, you know, on the local economy. So they say the, the green fee uh, is turned over 10 times in the local economy. So that's a, that was a big thing for me. So 
we got all the hotels involved, um, you know, um, like the golf courses in these remote areas um, were really the only show in town um, from, from, a, from an employment, big employer perspective uh, and a great draw then for, for, um, for the local areas. Um, so, yeah, that was really interesting. And, um, you know, definitely it has, you know, uh, places like that have, have reaped the rewards of, uh, of a championship links golf course on their doorstep. What is the value to to a club, to a hotel, to a bar, to the local coffee shop in opening the communication lines to the golf club or to that to that one attraction in town, be it the surf shop or <laughs> if you're a strand it might be the surf shop, um, or the golf club. What what's the value to the to the community um in terms of in terms of footfall that might necessarily be there if you weren't on like the GM's list and, and like, you know, Bill or Hank or Jennifer or Nigel, if he's over from London, uh, says, do you know what? We're playing at two o'clock. Where do we go for lunch? Yeah. So that's that's what we do, really. Um, um, you know, so we we put the itineraries together. So that, just to, to go back a step almost. Um, so we're promoting the golf courses. We've started doing that work way back in the, you know, the 2000s and um, going to shows and people say, well, look, this looks great. How do we book it? So then we started the DMC side of the business, destination management um, company. So, the deep meaningful conversations. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, so basically, we put the packages together, um, and you know, when you when you're doing a package for for golf or for a visitor, golf uh, is only a small part of it, actually. Um, so it's golf accommodation, transport, whiskey tasting, um, lunches, dinners. The whole lot, yeah. Fishing, shooting. I mean, there's so many, so many other things that we incorporate. So, so while golf is the big draw, um, actually the the um, the add-on benefit to the to the area is you know is it, huge. And you know, for example, a, a golf course or a, a hotel. Um, so a golf course might might get the um, group of twelve once, but a hotel might get them for three nights because they're going to play three rounds so it's more valuable to the hotel um and then um what else do you do in the area as you said you know you go to the foxford um tweeds or or mcgee's tweeds in donegal or uh, you know you spend some money there so you can steer people in different directions as well it sounds fabulous uh is it just for the americans what about paddy from claire yeah, so we we were um, we were set up, and the reason we were set up originally, why the why the golf courses actually uh, was the international visitor uh, with the international visitor in mind, um, because I suppose um, there's an awareness. I mean, you you as a, an Irish golfer, you, you kind of know um, the golf courses uh, now. In, 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 you know, to be honest, um, you'd be amazed at how many Irish people don't know the fantastic courses that we have on our own doorstep. Uh, I'll hold my hand up, right? Five to seven years ago, I very seldom ventured past the low walls of the Hinch Golf Club. And it's really only maybe the year before lockdown, I started going ex- experiencing or, or having that experience, one golf course at a time, maybe four to five a year. But it wasn't until I did a little trip in August when I did a very intensive trip, almost like an American style trip of, you know, I did seven courses in three and a half days. Now, I think I think Americans might do six courses in five or eight in six or 10 yeah. in seven days or something like that. But it kind of opened up 
like I got to visit these parts of Ireland today. I'd never been to, but B, we're only about three hours down the road. Yeah. Um, where the first stop was. Uh, the drive home was a bit long, but yeah. like that, if, if I had a couple of friends who actually came with me, we could have shared that. But it just opened my eyes to A, how close they all are together, B, how close they are to me, and C, not only the golf, but the food. And, and the other thing that could have gone to signposts, I thought, oh, that'd be great. You know, that walk down there by the cliff and, and this place and that place and that arch and that snug and, you know, that fly yeah. fishing down the road uh, really opened my eyes to, you know, the experiences we can have on this island. And I think last year opened the country's eyes to, you know, the West and the yeah. North exists yeah. because we can't go anywhere else. Portugal is off the cards. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? No, you're, you're right. You know, um, um, I suppose our business, um, 70% of our business is US, Canada business, um, Germany, Scandinavia, Australia, New Zealand, and then the rest of UK and, and, and the rest of the world. Um, but in the last, in the last uh, couple of years, uh, we focused on the domestic market, um, you know, to try and help the clubs, um, you know, gain, gain a, a bit more um I suppose football, um, and and again there was obviously a pent up demand there for people to do something, and definitely um, I think the mix um, the mix going forward, um, you know, some clubs are very reliant on international visitors, as you know, um, you know, ninety percent, uh, whereas I think the mix will be a little bit more healthy going forward, where there'll be a, you know maybe thirty percent now um, of domestic business which we hope will, will remain. Um, and it's definitely opened people's eyes. You know, you talk about La Hinch there, what a fantastic golf course. Um, and then you come up the West Coast and maybe your expectation mightn't be as high, but then you play Karn and Scrone and Donegal and, you know, courses like that that are blow your socks off. You know, they're, they're, they're equally as good uh, as anything we have in the country. Uh, the GUI rate in Ireland is, is, is great. And actually the, the full rate uh, for international visitors is, is competitive as well. So we can put a really nice package together. I concur with that. Like I got to the northeast of the country. So it was a art glass or I can't get down Port Rush up as far as Belly Liffin. Yeah. And all I needed was an extra three. I, I rang the wife and said, can I get a three day extension on that, on that hall pass? And she said, absolutely no way. Yep. Stop an Ikea on your way home and you get home. Um, <laughs> so, but it's definitely the, the top left hand quarter is, is on travel ground for me. But thanks to the world that is social media, it seems like every other Irish golfer <laughs> has been up to Card and Ennis Grown for like the first time. Yeah. either late last year or this year and have been blown away by the sheer topography alone, let alone yeah. the quality of course, which, you know, a lot of them are Hackett's designs that Narnaport New has gone over a major re overhaul there. You yeah. know, um, the, the, the Rasa Pennet really kind of blends the whole coast together. You, know, you could yeah. spend two weeks up there, right? Well, I mean, you could you could spend two weeks in Donegal alone playing Lynx, championship Lynx <laughs> every day and it's, you know, it's a fantastic place, yeah. You know, so so it's great to hear that, you know, it's not it's we're not just selling our field to the Yank. Right. If you want to take a, a famous, uh, famous yeah. movie quote, you know, it's yeah. great that there's a there's a, an avenue for, you know, our, our own communities to go experience those. And that's fantastic. Is yeah. there a plan to be the northwest and east links Gulf Ireland? What's what's the what's the strategy or is the strategy for what to do next year to scale and expand? Because for me, I'm like. There's 
Wicklow, Wexford, Waterford are is also kind of undiscovered to the home market that loan to Americans. Yeah. And maybe you know flights stopped in Shannon there over the summer, so like they all have to fly to Dublin. So does that open up that side of the country a little bit more yeah. to the American tourist and and, yeah. and the domestic one as well. Yeah. So we we set ourselves up um, originally. Um, you know, it's, it was the west west coast uh, and and then into the northwest and into Northern Ireland. Um, and then when our DMC business um, started developing, um, you know, the customer, wherever the customer was coming from, says, you know, I want to play Ballybunion and Lehinch and Tralee. And so um, we would obviously book that um, because that's what they want. And if they, they may have been there before, that maybe maybe that's what they wanted to do on their first trip or whatever it is. Um, so we will book that for them. Um, uh, and then you do a good enough job and then they'll come to the West or Northwest next year. So, so you know, about 60% of the business that we, we generate goes to our area. Um, and then, so, so we, about 20% in, in the Dublin area, the East Coast, as you said there, and about 20% in the Southwest. Um, we have a couple of other competitors in, in Ireland. Uh, while we say competitors, we actually work really well together. So Swing uh, Southwest Ireland Golf are the marketing people for, this, for the Southwest. Uh, and then you have Club Choice uh, down in um, Wexford Waterford area. So um, yeah, so like we're all we're all singing off the same hymn sheet. We're all um, you know selling Ireland first. Um, that's the from an international perspective. That's you know you're 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 out there. You're selling the island of Ireland first, and then you're trying to get them to your area if you can. Uh, that's the that's the object of the exercise. No, no, that's fantastic. You know, you're not you're not cutting your brother to sell your. Your sister, if that oh, no, if team. that's even an analogy. <laughs> yeah, we we we'd always say it's team team Ireland uh, when you're on the road. Um, you know, it's uh, while while um, there's a lot of golf courses and hotels, and the product is quite large. It's actually a small um, network, uh, really. Um, you know, the amount of golf courses that are actually chasing international uh, visitors uh, when you, when you take the overall number of golf courses in Ireland. As it's about a quarter. Um, so, so then you know, over the years, you get to know everybody, uh, and you get to know everybody well. And it's definitely a relationship um, business, uh, like every business. Um, and you know, you have to keep developing that. And you're meeting people when you're doing doing shows. And do, you know, we do about thirty international trade shows a year, uh, all over the world. Uh, different people um, doing doing um, different areas, and and you know, you get to meet everybody and work together. Well, uh, Ireland's small. And the golf industry is almost smaller, right? The global yeah. industry, you know, once you've been around around a little bit. And um, to give people an idea, right? So let's pretend someone's listening to this podcast and they love Irish golf and they were like me five years ago and they never ventured past the little gates of their own golf course. Yeah. In terms of, because I'm looking at it here on your website, right? So yeah. uh, I, I would say it and you might, you might back me up. Uh, 32,000 golf courses globally. Uh of which 153 true links courses of the yeah. 32,000. Of yeah. that, over a third are on this island. Yeah. So that's our unique selling point, isn't it? I mean, that's 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 really um, when you're when you're abroad, um, it's the um, you know it's what's what makes us different, and it's 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 the links golf courses, uh, it's tradition. Um, uh, you know, so it's it's a huge um, it's a, it's a huge selling point, and it's uh, you know, I suppose as our friends in the states say, they all want to play links golf at some point. 
And, uh, you know, our, our line is, well, you know, there's no better time than now, um, you know, so come and, come and get it done. Um, but, yeah, um, you know, Lynx Golf. Um, and, and the other big thing, obviously, you, and you know this yourself, um, golf courses are great, hotels are great, but our biggest asset then is our people. Uh, so when, when, when the visitor comes to Ireland, we've never, ever had a, a customer say they had a, had a bad time in Ireland or they weren't treated properly or, you know. So uh, the, the trade, and uh, uh, people are very professional, but it's quite laid back as well. There's a bit of crack um, along the way, and that's, that's, that's what brings people back. So, you know, our thing is if we can get them once, we'll get them, you know, you, you'll develop friends actually. And some of our customers um, are now good friends uh, at this point. No, no, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I won't take any more of your day because I can imagine the amount of planning and inquiries you have given the pandemic, uh, having spoken to the like with the likes of Bert in, in, in Castle Rock and, and Paul in our glass. By all accounts, next year, 2022, is almost like three years business wrapped into one. Is that about fair? Yeah, it's a challenge, actually, because, um, you know, we have a demand at the moment, a bit of a pent up demand and um, some of the um, some of the, the big golf courses are full. Uh, obviously, with, with three years uh, of bookings, trying to squeeze them into one, which is well, it's not possible in all cases, as you can imagine. Um, members, you know, huh? members' time. Yeah, I know. Um, and uh, ring the manager and see if you can get a get a get a few squeezed out here and there. But the big thing really is our message is you know there is availability in our neck of the woods. Um, we're trying to change the message, you know, the undiscovered gems, um, the the kind of, you know, the golf courses that um, people haven't heard of. We used to be that area. We're not that area anymore. With the very successful Irish Open in Ballyliffin, um, with with lots of exposure for the likes of Port Salem, um, Donegal, Carnan has grown. Castle Rock have done so much work on on the golf courses. Port Stewart with their Irish Open, and we would have been involved with European touring with the golf courses and trying to get those tournaments as well. So our our reach is is, is quite quite large and and varied. Um, but yeah, I mean there is an opportunity next year, even with golf courses being full, we have availability in our neck of the woods. Um, so uh, we're trying to get tourism bodies, Walsh Ireland, Tourism Ireland, Tourism Northern Ireland, all on board to try and make sure that the message is, no, no, you know, there is availability. We'll put the packages together uh, at the right at the right price and with the with the right service. And um, we don't want to lose that business to Ireland. You know, we don't want to lose it to some other country. And there's lots of countries out there chasing that international business. Absolutely. Where are the other two thirds put over the Irish Sea there? You know, yeah, the National Traveller is only an extra. It's another couple of shows on the plane to watch. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. We have the best 19th hole in the world, though. Don't forget that. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I, I play golf in Scotland and I love the Scots and the courses are great, but there's way better crack over here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a pleasure talking with you. I look forward to playing golf with you soon, hopefully, and learning yeah. a bit more about the business. Um, it, I love how, how, how companies like this grow and, and, and get bigger and bring and, and bring Ireland to the fore, really. But uh, we'll get stuck into our quickfire Q&A. These are the real questions, right? This is the real question. So are you ready? Yeah, well, I haven't heard these before, but go for it. <laughs> Thanks a million for throwing me in at the deep end, bud. Oh, no problem. Sure, you'll sink or you'll swim, you know? Uh, it's like playing foursomes with no warm-up. Um, <laughs> John, what was your walk on Zombie? Uh, the boys are back in time. Jim or pizza? 
you know, I'd love to say Jim the pizza. Uh, pineapple or not? Do you put pineapple in your pizza? Absolutely. Oh Jesus. Um, <laughs> hat visor or a Keenan Rafferty bucket hat? Uh, Epic Gilmore or Tin Cup? Tin Cup. Walker cart. Walker. Win the Masters or win the Open? The Open. Instagram or Twitter? Uh, Facebook. Play or practice? Lovely. And I'm going to throw an extra bonus question. The listeners will know it's coming, so I'd say they're interested to know who your people would be. Let's just say it's this time next year. We're celebrating a triple, quadruple, bumper year of bringing Irish experiences to foreign, foreign field and, and also to maybe some Kerry lads who will come up and, and maybe some ladies from Wexford or something. But you're celebrating with dinner. It's your candlelit dinner to celebrate the year. You can have anybody you want at it. You're at the top of the table. There's three people down the left. There's three people down the right. Who is at the Northwest Coastlands dinner table? Jeez, that's, a, that's an interesting one, all right. Um, I suppose we get to meet a lot of interesting people in the travel. Uh, and there's a lot of people that we, we have to thank uh, for, for, uh, for helping us out from around the road as well. We do a lot of stuff in the States and uh, the likes of Graham McDowell and um, Rory um, are always, um, yeah, they're always really helpful. My good wife uh, and our and our our team here, uh, we're just staff training at the moment. So we have Elaine and Paul. Um, Elaine just joined us this week, so our own team have to be looked after. Um, I couldn't leave out the two young lads either, could I? Absolutely not. We'll stick them down the end. So Rory, GMAC, your wife, the team, and the kids. Absolutely. The, the associate, the executive directors, I like to call the kids. That's the it. executive directors. The future. And thank you very much for your time. And we'll tee it up soon. All right. Thanks, Emil. Good to talk to you. That was John McLaughlin, CEO of North and West Coastings Golf Ireland, doing loads and loads. Uh, for golf in this country if it's not bringing tours over from far-flung places around the world but actually doing the sales and marketing for those courses and bringing that business to them in the best way and promoting them um, far field and also domestically. Uh, so if you are interested in taking a golfing vacation to Ireland contact North and West Coast Links by their telephone or indeed by email and look their details will be in the show notes. So if you have liked that episode Leave another review wherever you're listening to it. I know that on Apple and Spotify, you can throw it five stars or anything less than that. There'll be no point in leaving a review. But um, look, at I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, that chat with John. I'm looking forward to the four or five more that are coming. We've got Bert Mackay of uh, Castle Rock. We have Paul Vaughan of Ard Glass. Uh, we have Gary in Portrush and a couple more. Oh, yeah. And, and a secret from Barry Liffin too. So, um Please do tune into those. Um, looking forward to bringing them all to you. Uh, I was down in Ross Lair there this week, so you can nearly guess what part of the country I'll be showcasing after the Northeast. And hopefully by the time we get those out, we'll have actually physically been to the Northwest. Uh, so gradually, we'll try and cover every nook and cranny and blade of grass and bunker and gorse and heather and tree and, um, and pint. But yeah, that's it for me. Look, enjoy the rest of your Saturday or whatever day you're listening to this. Thank you for pressing play. If you like the show, share it with a friend. Until we teed up again soon, I'm Paddy.